Welcome to the Living Rock Podcast. Hello, everyone. It's a beautiful day. This is the day the Lord's made, and together we are going to rejoice and be glad in it. A little song comes to my mind at this very moment. It's expect a miracle every day. Expect a miracle when you pray. If you believe it, God will find a way for you to experience a miracle today. As I've looked around our world and listened to the news and many items that come through on our TV and radios, there's a great lack in our world of hope, a lack of uh, joy, a lack of happiness. But today, we're going to reverse all of that by having a medicine that is the cure. I've been reading recently in the book of Proverbs and came across this particular verse in Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22. And it reads like this. A cheerful disposition is good for your health. Gloom and doom make your bones tired. A cheerful disposition is good for your health. Many years ago, I went to a situation uh, it was in the town of Barry in South Wales. And it was a kind of a, a day out for some valley children uh, with their families. And I went with my, my mother and uh, my brother and sister. Uh, I think I was about eight years of age at the time. And we went to uh, the fairground or the amusement park there. And a lot of things attracted me or caught my attention there was the carousel, there was the place where you could use a little gun to, to shoot at some uh, moving objects and you might win a prize. But the one thing that caught my attention that probably changed my life was called the laughing policeman. The laughing policeman was a kind of a machine. Inside that machine was a kind of a puppet character dressed up as a policeman. And you put a coin in the machine and this policeman would laugh. And on this particular day, I wondered, well, what went on? And I saw a family coming along, a mother and two children, two girls, and a, and a father who looked totally disinterested in the amusement park. And it would seem to me, as I think now, that he was probably wishing that he was at the race course rather than uh, in, in the fairground with his children. Um, but they, the mother and the children, stood in front of the machine, put the coin in, and this policeman started laughing and Lo and behold, they soon start laughing. And other people around gathered and they started laughing. But the father stood aside and very stoically and very soberly, as sober as a judge, in fact, he looked as if to say it wasn't of interest to him. The children, however, tried to persuade him uh, to stand in front of the machine. He said, not for me, not for me. He kept saying, not for me. But then, in the end, they seemed to persuade him. And there he stood, as I said, like a sober judge, waiting as if in competition with, with this machine or this policeman who was laughing, that he was not going to laugh. They put the coin in and the policeman started laughing and laughed and laughed and laughed. And this man, he just stood there. And other people were now gathering around to see the competition. It's like a gladiatorial contest. And I'm just observing, thinking, I wonder, I wonder. And suddenly, I notice a small move in his 
on his lips and it seemed to go east to west and I thought I think he's caving in and lo and behold it wasn't just merely a gentle laughter but it was like a guffaw he was kind of so overwhelmed he just laughed and laughed and laughed to the point when the machine stopped he kept laughing tears rolling down his face the children went and hugged him his wife hugged him the people were clapping he got his handkerchief to his eyes and he was looking around as if to say what on earth's happened that experience in one way changed an aspect of my life and I thought, here's a dad who was saying I would never, ever give in to this laughter. But he did. You see, laughter is infectious. It is, as the Bible says, it is a medicine. Changed his life that day, changed his family. Learn to have some laughter in your life. It can change your life as it's changed mine. The second scripture that I was reading was in Proverbs 15, verse 15. And it says this, a miserable, a, miser, a miserable heart means a miserable life. A cheerful heart fills the day with song. There's a great lack of songs, happy songs today. But when God does something for you in your life, there's always a song that bursts forth. Do you remember the stories told us in the Gospels about a paralyzed man who came, who was brought to Jesus by his four friends? He didn't enter the door of, of the meeting place like we would normally through the front door. They couldn't get into the house, so his friends took him up to the roof and let him down. And he came down right in front of Jesus through the roof of the house. And he was there, probably still dazed when he arrived on the ground in front of Jesus, wondering, totally disoriented, what is happening? And then he looked at Jesus. Jesus was so thrilled by the faith of these people that had brought him and himself. He just looked at the man and he said, cheer up, your sins have forgiven you. <laughs> the poor man must have wondered, I didn't come here for that. But Jesus said in his mind, I know you didn't come here for that. That's the first step of any miracle that's going to be complete. Your sins are forgiven. Have a changed disposition inside you. No longer looking at the negative, no longer looking at your past, no longer looking at defeat, no longer looking at the habits that have bound you. All that's gone. This, this is a new day. And then he said, to complete the miracle, now get up, take up your bed, go home. And the man got up and he went home. A disposition totally changed. A heart totally changed. A mind totally transformed. Simply because Jesus said, Cheer up, your sins are forgiven. Can I say this to you, brothers, sisters, friends, colleagues, whoever is listening today in whatever part of the world you are, when you've had your sins forgiven, there's a song that comes to your life. I knew that when I came to Jesus and I knew that all my sins would be forgiven, I walked out into this world, the sky looked bluer, the grass looked greener, the flowers looked brighter, the fragrances were sweeter. It wasn't that they had all changed in themselves. It was that I had changed from the inside out. I had a new disposition to life. I looked on life. A cheerful heart fills the day with a song. And I had a new song. It was like my neighbour. His name was Cliff. He lived in the same street. I used to go out in a paper round, delivering newspapers, and Cliff used to come out in the early morning at the same times as me usually. 
may have been a rainy day, but Cliff was a great whistler. He could always whistle a tune, a song in tune. Whistle, not words, not sing it, whistle it. And he'd go out there, a rainy morning, I'd put my hood up, walk down the street, start delivering the papers, and suddenly I hear this song on a rainy day, someone would be whistling this. And what did he sing? He'd sing simply like this. It was the Gene Kelly would sing a song. I'm singing in the rain. I'm singing in the rain. What a glorious feeling. And he, he'd whistle this song and you think, oh, what a great song to be whistling in the morning. In this way, he, you know, he brightened my day. And then other mornings I'd go out and it would be a sunny day. And I'd be thinking, well, suddenly I'd hear a door open and Cliff would come out, he'd be whistling. And he'd be saying this. It would be, oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. I've got a wonderful feeling. Everything's going my way. He'd be whistling that song. But his whistling brought to me the sense of, this man was lightening my day already. He was making my day look good. Because inside him, he had had a change of disposition. He brightened other people's days. He not only went out to the sunshine, he brought sunshine to people. He not only experienced the rain, but he went out to say, even with the rain, it's a good day. And he filled the street with a song through his whistling. You may not be able to whistle, but you can sing. Well, I hope you can. But even if you can't sing outwardly, have an inward song that people can see your life changed because of an inner condition which is bright and happy. The third thing I want to say to you is this. In the last few weeks, I've lost one of my dearest friends, colleague in ministry. We've worked together for over 40 years. His name was Tony Ling. And when I first heard the news of his falling asleep and going to be with Jesus, I went aside for a while and uh, shared my own tears with the Lord. And yet after a few days, I began to think about our journeys of hundreds of thousands of miles across the world in many continents. And the one thing that stuck out to me was this, not only about his tremendous preaching, his prophetic words that not only changed people's lives, uh, changed family lives, changed churches, uh, can I say changed countries, and through those countries probably changed uh, a continent. But for him, it was simply, he could always tell a joke. And in telling a joke, it was like a story full of its embellishments and it caused me great laughter. And many men and women can say today how uh, wonderful it was to listen to him telling a joke. But we were in a situation one time, I remember it very clear, many, many years ago, in a, very, in a foreign country, conditions were very difficult. And we've been praying, we've been reading, we've been studying, we've been ready, we've been preaching, but seeming to have no effect. And we came together, we are talking. And we were talking about the situation, etc. And then I stopped and said, you know, tell me that joke. He said, joke? I said, yes, the joke about the Irishman, the Englishman, the Scotsman, the Welshman. Oh, he said, it's not time. I said, it is time for that. Tell me the joke. So he tells me the joke with all of its embellishments in a way, a story form that only he could do. 
Well, I was in stitches. I was in laughter. <laughs> I couldn't start. <laughs> I, was, I was crying. I just thought this fantastic. He said, uh, uh, why did you tell that? I said, Tony, it was a medicine we needed it. You needed it to get your mind out of those things, to tell a story, to get your mind out of the stress, of the anxieties, etc. And I needed the same. But laughter is a medicine. We needed medicine. We're ready for the meeting. We're going to see results. And you know what? We did. We saw major breakthrough in that nation that still continues today. A marvelous breakthrough. I want to say this to you today as well. Oftentimes we need the medicine of laughter. I don't mean being frivolous. I don't mean telling jokes that are uh, not becoming, not wholesome. But there are times and in places that you need a joke and there's times that you need to pick up a, if I could say, a book with good jokes, children's jokes if you like, to simply humanize you, get you into the mold or mood of simply saying, I've had my medicine. I've read my word, I love my word, it's in my heart, I've prayed in the spirit, I know that too, but I'm a human being and all of my emotions must be stirred. And in this present time of gloom and doom and no hope, I want everyone to know there's a joy in my life, there's a spring in my step, there's a song in my heart and there's a song from my mouth and above all else, if I can't preach a sermon, let people see a living sermon. Let me be able, Father, today to bring joy to people's lives, a laughter to their lives. Let them be changed today. Let their dispositions be changed from the inside out. That in coming to know you, if they don't know you, you'll change their disposition. You'll give them hope and let them know that there's a bright tomorrow because there's a bright today. Have a great day, friends. Keep that smile on your face like the man in front of the policeman. Let it go east to west. Let it go east to west and let people know that you've got joy in your heart. That stays. God bless you today. Have a wonderful day. And let everyone else know you're enjoying it too. And you're able to tell them how you can enjoy it and why you're enjoying it. And you can tell them about him. God bless you. Thank you, God, that you want each one of our smiles to go from east to west. Joy to flow out from each one of us. The joy that bubbles up from Jesus from the inside. We've been encouraged to laugh and it's so good to laugh. And that's just what we're going to try and do now. We've got a few jokes for you. What goes put, 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 put? My daddy playing golf. <laughs> Why did the banana go to the hospital? Because he wasn't peeing very well. <laughs> I met a man who taught his dog how to play the trumpet on a London underground. He said he went from barking to tooting in just under an hour. Which way did the chicken swim? Clockwise. The other day, Richard said to me, it could be worse. You could be at the bottom of a deep hole full of water. I know he meant well. 
What do you give a lemon when it needs help? Lemonade. How do you get four elephants in a little blue mini? Two in the front, two in the back. How do you know if an elephant's been in your fridge? There's one set of footprints in the butter. How do you know if two elephants have been in your fridge? Two sets of footprints in your butter. How do you know if three elephants have been in your fridge? Three sets of footprints in your butter. How do you know if four elephants have been in your fridge? That's right, there's a little blue mini parked outside. Scrambled legs. What do you call a magician who's lost his magic? Ian! Did you hear about the semicolon that broke the law? I've got two consecutive sentences. What do you call a duck, a, a cat that's ate a duck? A duck filled fatty puss. Okay. So who's the greatest entertainer in the Bible? That'd be Samson, because he always brought the house down. <laughs> also, who's the smallest man in the Bible? That would be Bildad the Shuite. Thank you. Last night, I dreamt of an ocean full of tango. When I woke up, I realized it was just a fantasy. Let your brother have the sledge half the time. I do, Mother. He has it going uphill and I have it going downhill. I went to the doctor and I said, Doctor, I seem to have lettuce growing out of my ear. So the doctor examined me and he said, I'm sorry to tell you, sir, that's merely the tip of the iceberg. Yesterday, I was washing the car with Sam and my dad said to me, Isaac, can't you just use a sponge? My family invited some friends around for dinner. While sitting around the table, Mummy said to her six-year-old daughter, Sweetheart, why don't you say grace? Mummy, the daughter says, I don't know what to say. Daddy turned to the daughter and said, Why don't you say what Mummy says? The daughter replied, Lord, why on earth do I invite these people around for dinner? <laughs> the moon had to cut his own hair during lockdown. How does he do it? Eclipse it. Thanks for joining us today. Search for us online and get information about upcoming events and more great teaching.